We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We are doing this every Tuesday. They need to come hang out with Mooch and the Misses. That is called fascism. Okay, he is a fascist leader. He's his own worst enemy. He's creating his own problems. You know, he's like one of those people who can't get out of their own way. I don't want to be one of those it's like kind of Trump like, haters. Okay, I just want it. to make... Everyone is a product of their upbringing and their personal loyalties. I'm a human being, and I probably got overtaken by the excitement of him winning. The minute you called me to say, uh, boom, as soon as I got that, boom, I called you right back. Anyway, you, and then you she lose hit the me. argument. All the ladies out there. My mother's like, why are you cursing so much? I'm like, ma... Where do you think I learned it from? We do this podcast. I go into the city. We have dinners together or we'll travel. We spend time to be together as a couple and a family and as business partners. And I feel like it really helps us. You still love me? I do. Do you still love me? Very much. Okay. I don't know if you, I mean. Very much my liberal hot wife. Did you survive? The intro? I, 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 I survived because I had it on mute and I was listening to the <laughs> CNN impeachment debate. I mean, it's it's literally the worst. Stop. It, you're mean, so mean. Whatever. All right, let, oh I'm my not God. being mean. I'm just being so objective. Terrible. So, right, anyway, how are face, you? face is bright red. Okay, okay so I'm, oh my God. I'm great. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here in Davos. Uh, the orange man spoke this morning. He was like slurring every other word. And uh, he's here to address the global community, so he spent a, bit, a good 35 minutes praising himself. He's for China, I'm for the U.S., but other than that, we love each other. Related to the economy. You know, so he's just making stuff up, so it's fun. Um, but uh, we got our wine party tonight. You will be missed at that wine party, dear. Wine, dear. Dra. No, what would you like me to say? I know, uh, honey, baby. Yeah, you, you, dear you, is you, not good. Uh, you, yes, you don't like dear kind like of thing. You don't like the dear to your mom call you that or something? No, it's just like old person name. Makes you feel old. Yeah. All right. Well, so I mean, you know, you got to be tired, right? I'm tired. We were in L.A. on Saturday, and now mm-hmm. I'm sitting here in Switzerland. So it's uh. Well, you're probably more tired than I am. But no, it's like it's it's like nine time zones away. But anyway, everything is good. And, Are you getting uh, ready? You're getting ready to go to our annual event there. I'm getting ready to go to the annual event without the star of the event, I know. aka you. So I'm uh, I'm bummed, but uh, I'll tell you what though the uh, who else is going to drink all the wine, get altitude sickness, and fall backwards while taking Howard, a picture? How 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 would that? But I, I do remember that. But <laughs> Howard Lutnick's going to do that, but he's not going to be wearing high heels, and he's not as hot as you. So, but he's not going to uh, fall it, backwards while taking a picture because he fa- fainted. Remember. No, I totally remember that. I caught you though. I know that was so bad. You you were, you, you were going down. You had a uh, uh, no oxygen in the brain, heavy alcohol, and you were you were on your way out. Caffeine, but, uh, alcohol, no sleep, altitude sickness. Right. That's the Davos diet. Yeah, ca- caffeine and and uh, uh, lack of water and alcohol. So, so, but uh, you know, listen. I mean, you know, the interesting thing is. It's like a tale of two cities here. So, 
you know, I, I came in on Swiss Air. I, I looked over. I, I got, you know, obviously the president got here ahead of me. Air, Air Force One is in the tarmac, and there's probably, you know, 10 or $12 billion worth of private planes. And apparently they're giving out lower admission jet fuel for these planes. So, I mean, the hypocrisy is, like, off the chart, right? So everyone's talking about the climate. Obviously, Trump's not talking about the climate. He wants Australia to set on fire and fall into the Pacific. But these other people are talking about the climate, but they're flying around on their on their private planes. So I you don't mean know, the people that are there are talking about the climate? Yeah. And yeah, they take they, private they, planes? You know, what what are the major issues uh, in Davos? It's the climate. You know, half the half the world is on fl- fire, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it looks like it looks like like some of the areas where the fire was, it like killed all the endangered species, and so now in Australia they're going to change the zoning on those areas. So if there were endangered species in certain areas, you couldn't develop it. So now that the fire is bl- bl- blown through there it's like no problem you can like drill and mine and go in those areas and develop it so so it's 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 again you know i don't know we're having like a huge frat party with the environment and the kids our kids and grandchildren it's like a saturday night frat party in national lampoon's animal house and then like sunday morning i guess will be 30 years from now where our kids and our grandkids are going to be living in the environment where you know we torched and scorched it so but, I mean, that's a big issue here in Davos, but I just think, think that, you know, it's a lot of hypocrisy going into that issue. So, Well, if everybody um, just did one small, tiny about, thing differently in their lives, it could make huge amounts of change. I wish, you know, if Melania doesn't want to do anything about with her Be Best campaign, because her husband is the worst, on the worst Be the Worst campaign. A love note to Melania. She should at least do something about the environment. I mean, she has a kid, and she will have grandchildren, maybe if he becomes less awkward. Oh. And you know, he's going to want to have a place for his kids to live. She could just like do one small thing to to uh, motivate people, and it would make a huge difference. And I don't know, she doesn't do shit. Literally, sorry for my cursing, but she's oh. pathetic. Well. I have to tell you. Well, it's a, it's. A, I mean, you know, it's got to be brutal living with the guy, right? Okay, so but the, you can uh, at least make talk. something of yourself, stand out, make something yeah, for no, yourself. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I, I agree with you. So the 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 talk right now, though, here in Davos, uh, I was obviously so you know where I am, but just for listeners, I'm at the Hilton Garden, which is across from the main conference center, and so the lobby of this place is like a huge traffic area. Um, you know, try not to laugh, but Steve Schwartzman, you know, my son, AJ, when I wrote my first book, he said I had a book cannon as people drove by the house. <laughs> I fired a book at their windshield as they were driving by the house so that it would, it would clip onto their windshield. And so they get stuck in my book. But Steve Schwartzman, baby, must have dropped off like a half a million books in the lobby here. I mean, I think it's a half a million. You know Man. what I mean? So you know my you know my uh, my joke where I say oh I've wrote I've written an international bestseller and if you don't believe me come into my basement. Mm-hmm. Steve has moved his basement to the Hilton Garden Inn lobby. Oh you know you know what is his book even about? Funny. I don't even know. Well, I read the book, but it was an incredible pablum of self congratulation, and so it was just basically, you know, explaining you know he had a, you know, 
No, I don't know. Degree arc. Well, he had a 45 degree arc to greatness. And so <laughs> you know, Ken, Ken Langone's book was like, okay, you know, this, I'm Italian American. I got my ass kicked and, and I had a jagged line to greatness. But, you know, for some reason, other people try to pasteurize and homogenize their lives. So, but I'm off tangent. I'm in the lobby. The, the thing that people are talking about is the new book that came out this morning called A Very Stable Genius. Yeah. And, by and Rucker, this book Philip was, Rucker? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So this book was written by uh, Philip and Rucker. And one other woman Ka- from Carol, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Leonig, Carol mm-hmm. Leonig. And so um, I started reading, I downloaded the book last night. I started reading it, and it it it, it, it literally it reads like a horror movie that's almost like a comic immorality tale. I mean, it just talks about how unbelievably nuts Trump is and how he thinks and how he talks at people. And he's like literally there, you know, lurching about in like random one-on, run-on sentences. And so anyway, uh, that's a Kind of like the one you here. just had. But, yes, sort of. But I'm an extremely even, stable even worse. Even worse, though, is what Sorkin wrote about him in the New York Times, which is business community has basically now said, okay, we're going to hold our nose and deal with this. You know, the Fed's got the economy running okay, and so we're going to just hold our nose and accept this one way or the other. So, you know, we're watching a Soviet-style circus in the Senate where they're going to immediately acquit him, even though... The crimes are actually ridiculous, and the crimes are well exposed, and the evidence is actually overwhelming. Um, and you know they're they're starting the trial late, and they're going to end the trial into the mid morning, like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And so they're trying to do that to get the main conversation off of um, the minds of the American people. So it is literally something I never thought would happen in the United States, which we would have, we have a full blown. Soviet-style kangaroo court process to exonerate this guy. So, okay, I mean, I guess that's the direction that the country wants to go in now, but I think it, I think it's very, very dangerous. Hopefully Justice Roberts, who's a real dude, will uh, curve it in another direction, but it looks like that's where it's headed. So who do you think is the most legitimate person out there that is still in support of Trump? Who comes to mind? Anybody? Where you're well, like... That's a legitimate person. In and support there's... of Trump. Steve Steve Schwartzman's in support of Trump. You know, he. You know, I mean, there's a group of people that are in support of Trump. I mean, there's another group of people that find him despicable, but they'll never say anything negative about him. You know. No, but is there still anyone who's still full balls to the wall Trump that you would at one point have thought mm-hmm. of as a, a like a reputable, legitimate person? I can't I can't honestly think of anybody unless, you know, you know, again, somebody like Steve Schwartzman I think is legitimate, but I mean he's you know, he's making billions of dollars off of this whole thing and so he's you know, he's there. I mean I, I can't believe in his mind he thinks that this guy's act operating in a normal way or thinks this guy is moral or virtuous or is holding himself in a way that would make the American people proud. Mm-hmm. Um the guy's jammed at a 42% uh, approval rating. Well, He's not according to there. Brad Parscale. I saw him on, uh, what was I watching? Right. Oh, he was actually yeah, on uh, Bill Hemmer's new show yesterday. Okay, yeah, what did Brad say? 
Well, I was proud of him because he kind of hammered him on the numbers. And um, Parscal was saying they're not legit and people say mm-hmm. things, but that's not really how they feel, which is true, which we know happened the first time. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he he kind of called him out on it. It was a little bit humiliating. But I don't think anyone in Trump's universe gets humiliated because they have no self-awareness. So. Or, or they have no shame. I mean, yeah, so so that's another 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 huge topic. Yeah, that's but, pretty much it, no shame. Cause, and I guess it all comes down to dollars and cents because he's getting paid. So I guess he'll say whatever people want to hear because he's making a lot of money, that guy. The Parscale yeah, well, guy. He's, he's who getting, looks like yeah, he's getting from fit. Yeah, he's getting 15% of the action. I mean, the guy's driving around in Ferraris now. So That's insane. Nobody know, that's was, in politics should be that was, wealthy. No, when he was coming after me. So these people the that have $1, tech- according to right. your girl yesterday, I saw her saying, people contribute $1 to our campaign. We'll take it. So the person that's giving the dollar over is going to Brad and his Ferrari. That's like, that's well, 15 abominable. Cents it's going to, yeah, it's going to Brad and his Ferrari, but... And, uh, you know, that's all, you know, I guess Trump doesn't care about that. And, you know, the rules allow for that, which is why everyone thinks that politics is like a scum, scum business. But the thing that I'm sort of blown away by is the hypocrisy, right? So I know how the stuff works. So Trump comes after me. So I start firing some shots at him. Then Brad sticks the robots on me. So then I point out to everybody that Brad basically made $100 million for himself. Then he's texting me saying, why are you coming after me? I'm not Trump. I'm not, I didn't go after you. He said, dude, you, you suck. You sicked all the robots on me. Like, I don't know how the game works. You say robots you know? like weird. It's robots. How would you, how would you like me to say it? You say, you like you say, say it? robot like it's a B. Robots. <laughs> it's oh, oh, robot okay. like a bot. <laughs> like... Yeah, that was my... my uh, can my, you my say first, bot? My first, my first mother-in-law when I was 20 years old, she said that I had an elocution problem. I didn't know what it meant, so I was horrified. So she was probably right was because like, you didn't even know what the hell she was talking about. Well, she, I, I, I didn't know what she was talking about. I thought it was a little horrifying. She said that to me. It was fine. You don't. You speak down. nicely, but you do she pronounce some things to, weird. She also asked to look at my uh, Harvard Harvard Law School Harvard Law School acceptance letter. She didn't believe that I got in. That was a whole other thing I thought was like mildly amusing at that young age but I don't know how I'm we got so on that topic but I I'll definitely to... wanted to talk about that today that was oh. on my list of things to do <laughs> I'll try to uh, I'll okay try to anyway I'll try to elocute for you more appropriately no wonder so, no thong so so let me so let me ask you something because I'm curious we haven't even talked about this so you think this is totally fine and like he gets reelected and that like this is a totally okay thing to do. You you know so so let's just go over what the case is. He got caught bribing a foreign official to help him with his political campaign and his electoral uh prospects, uh which is a direct breach of the law and even the GSA, the nonpartisan GSA said that he broke the law. Yes, I know the articles of impeachment aren't bringing up a law because they're just fitting high crimes and misdemeanors, but he's obviously broken the law. He was caught breaking the law. The testimony is there. The front profile witnesses that saw it, the witnesses that 
are the primary witnesses that are on his team, he will not allow to testify. So if he did nothing wrong, why don't you let all those people testify under oath so that they can confirm that you did absolutely nothing wrong? Of course, he's not doing that. So now they're going to have a Soviet-style trial, and they're going to quit him by the State of the Union, which is February 5th. So my question to my beautiful wife is, so that's totally fine with the American people, and he gets reelected? Or the American people are like, what, what, what the hell are you guys doing? We had a democracy here and a rule of law where we all learned in our civics class that nobody was above it. So, so where do you think people are? Go ahead. I don't know. I'm not quite sure where we are in the society because I'm baffled by everybody's behavior. I mean, yesterday was Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday or the day that we honor it. And, you know, there was a gun rally in Virginia. People had five foot long rifles. I mean, they're marching around all these white men. I mean, I don't know what kind of environment we're in, but I have a feeling that he will get reelected because people have their own self-interest in mind. And they also, I don't know how to say it, but the bar has been lowered so badly that nobody even cares what he does anymore because for some reason he's allowed to do these things. And, and I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know. He has some sort of voodoo hex on everybody. And I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people. And I think he's going to get voted back in. I do. And I don't know why the people in... Well, I do know why the people, like I said, the people in the government aren't doing the right thing because they have their own job and self-interest in mind and they want to keep their job and that's it. So they'll do whatever it is that he wants them to do so they can remain. And I think people have lost all sense of morality and, and I feel like nobody cares. It's just really a really sad time. I hope it changes. I don't know if it ever will. Well, I mean, do you think it could go back to normal or do you think he's actually... Broken. You think it's a personality cult that disintegrates after he's gone, and we get leadership that tries to make it I more think normal. It could, I, I think or? it could swing back to some sense of normalcy. I do, but I do think that the things that also impact our behavior, like social media and things of that nature, will never go away. So those have altered people's behavior, and that's not going anywhere. But when you have somebody that's at the helm that's setting more of an example, then you're kind of more. Um, I don't know. You keep yourself in check more. But when you see the person at the helm doing whatever he wants to do, it's like if you saw your parents breaking every type of rule and every type of law, you'd be doing the same thing. So hopefully we'll get a real adult back in there and people will get in line again. But I do think that there are outlets in our society now that allow for type of this mis misbehavior, you know? Like, I, I was looking on the way, and I was reading about Megan and Harry. Can you stop breathing into the phone? Um, can you? Okay, I'm sorry. It sounds like hold the phone. heavy breathing. Hold the phone out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It sounds well, like Trump. You ever hear that video of him? Well, no, because I have the sex robot in the... Uh, robot. In the, uh, no collusion. In the room with me. That's why I'm heavy breathing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Can we talk the about sex, sex robot? at some point? I said, I, and I had to throw that in there just to, you know... Kim Gilfoyles and Davos? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Okay, so... Oh. Oh. Okay, wait, so... <laughs> <laughs> is that... Is that 
Is that for bringing up my mother-in-law from marriage number one? Did I mention anyway, all your fans out there that your first husband's name was Anthony? Did I mention that? Whatever. What you? So, okay. All right. I was going to say, so Meghan Markle, are you listening? Oh, okay. Hold on. I okay. have to pull this fucking baseball bat out of my ass. Can you just hold on? <laughs> oh! Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, all right. I'm all right. Wow. You shoved the fucking baseball bat right up my head. Okay. Uh, okay where were you? Go ahead, sweetie pie. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I wanna, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying that. I was reading about Meghan Markle. And so she's in Vancouver, and she's obviously looks like she's been let out of jail. She's got, like, a glow. She's so happy. She's walking around. And people are saying the meanest things on social media. I'm like, oh my God, like let the woman live. She has her kid in a baby Bjorn. She has her dog on a leash. She's got on a skull cap and she's walking around in the woods. Like what the, like leave her alone. I just, well, I I guess they are expecting that these people who get born into that privilege, meaning, you know, Prince Harry would sort of toe the line and stay within the toe the line. If you think about it, it's just like, you know, it's like, I I, I don't smoke pot, but I I always have these like, you know, weed like pontification. So what the, it's just like the, a dollar, it's a piece of green paper that a man made up. Right. So we, we rule our worlds about this thing called money. That is a stupid freaking piece of paper that doesn't even mean anything. And so what the hell is a Royal? Like nothing. They're the same as we are. So they didn't want to be prisoners to that life, which is completely outdated, doesn't help England whatsoever. I mean, they're in a hot mess with their Brexit and all that. Like, they don't know if they're coming or going. So what is a queen? What is a Like, I actually applaud them for actually trying to go have a marriage and a, and a family. I think they tried it and they were so badly attacked that... They were probably were going to end up divorced if they stayed on that or dead if they stayed on that path. Because look what happened to Princess Diana. I just feel like there's so much scrutiny and people are so horrible. I mean, I they they should be entitled to go live their life and they have a baby and they want to be a family. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And you know what they offered to or at least Harry did support the the, you know, family the military do all the stuff he was doing and not even receive any sort of public funds and they said no so he said okay but I don't believe that they're bad people for doing that and people need to take a hike I mean it's the same thing the other night like I was joking around I had my hair and makeup done by people and they wanted a picture of it so I posted a funny like stupid little thing like about not eating the souffle at our dinner we went to with some clients the things that people wrote to me I'm like Okay, like seriously, I just posted a picture of me joking around about my hair and makeup and how big my thighs are. And they're like, aren't you a mother and a wife and a, you're this and a that? It's like, okay. This nose makes me very horny. (laughs) Anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's just the environment is brutal. So when you have a bully as the president and you have social media, all shit, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, but by the way, with or without him, I think the uh, social media stuff is ugly. I mean, it's it's. Uh, yeah, but he's he's not that people follow his lead necessarily, no, but, but he's doing it. So why people think it's acceptable? 
well, it, it's a product of his low self-esteem, though. I mean, the guy's, like, incredibly low self-esteem, but also the people that are trolling are usually anonymous. There's very few, quote-unquote, blue checkmarked people that are verified that are trolling. And so what happens is they, they hide. They're like keyboard warriors sitting there hiding. And uh, and then when they, they see you in person, they want to take a selfie with you. So it's it's just... One of the more bizarre things that goes on, but on the Meghan Markle, Prince Harry situation, my heart goes out to the kid because, as he explained in his interview, he lost his mom at age 12, and he said something about his mom that he probably needs to talk to somebody about. And I, when I heard him say it, I was like, my heart went out to him. He was like, well... I'm 12 years old, and I had this very brief conversation with my mom, and I had the nonchalance of a 12-year-old, like, okay, mom, yeah, okay, 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 bye, mom. And he's like, but I didn't realize that that was going to be the last time that I spoke to her. And I really wish I had not had that awareness, and obviously it, the conversation wouldn't have gone like that. And so, um, you know, he's had 20-plus years of that haunting him, and so... And obviously, hopefully, he'll he'll let that go and realize that his no, mother loved him. No, he has to toss and, that up to youth and inexperience. Right. Yeah, Just yeah, like exactly. this morning when you only... FaceTimed, and I was trying to hustle to get the kids out the door, and Nick was like, yeah, yeah, I got to call you later. <laughs> yeah, chop, I was like, no, I literally, it's interesting that you're bringing this up because I was thinking, oh, my God, I would give, like, my left leg for my dad to call me, you know? And... Well, He's like, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I gotta go eat my waffle. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. No, but I mean, I think that. But one, and then the second thing he said that also made you know tug, tugged at my heartstrings. He said that he didn't want this sort of media scrutiny for his kids and his family. But I think what him and Meghan Markle fail to recognize is, you know, they're good-looking young people. Whether they have a royal title or not, they have an affiliation with the royal family and Princess Diana, and they are two so they're of the never going to be free people. from exactly the scrutiny. exactly they're they're two of the mo- most talked about people in our civilization, and the breaking from the royal family probably increased the intensity of that didn't reduce the intensity of that. So but, yeah, but you don't but think the dust that, will settle in like a year or two, and maybe um, they'll just be kind of doing their own thing. Maybe they need to make money, and so you know maybe they'll be producing Netflix documentaries with the Obamas. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe they'll be on television, or maybe she'll be back in film. I, I don't no, but know. Just but just think about it. That's a good example. The Obamas, like he was the president, they were all up in the scene and everything. They've kind of faded into their own little oblivion. Unless they want to be seen, they're not. And people stopped hunting mm-hmm. them down. You know. So at some point, if they. Agreed. If they wanted to, they probably could lay low. I totally, I totally agree with that as well. So, but to me, um, I'm in Especially the camp. Especially, they sort of in are the not living world. in L.A. They're living in Vancouver. So, that was smart. the only thing I would I would say is that the, you know, when I got to London for the first time, I was 21, 35 years ago, and I was like, okay, what is all this pomp and circumstance and pageantry, and why is it necessary? Uh, obviously, you know, the, you know, America has sort of a disdain for that. But, you know, it has led to uh, a lot of tourism in that country. And it has, if you look at the numbers that the British government discloses in terms of what the royal family is making from the taxpayers and what 
coming in in terms of tourism and economic activity, you know, they've been a net add. And the one thing is, I will say, whatever you think of Queen Elizabeth, I think she's held herself over 60 plus years with incredible dignity. So, you know, look, you know, it's two, two, two different, uh, obviously, theories of everything. But I, I, uh, I have a lot of respect for her. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Let's move on to the Iowa caucuses because uh, I wanted to talk to you about this. So I was there last week. Mm-hmm. I was in Iowa. Um, not a lot of enthusiasm for these candidates. So, so if we're really just being brutally honest... Well, that's another reason he's going to win again, because these people yeah, are Yeah, well, like, that's the problem. I mean, the, there's ugh. no enthusiasm these candidates. I mean, you have no... And unfortunately, the American people now want to be entertained by their leadership, in addition to being having them execute policy for them and uh, deal with things See, like national thing. security. He ruined it because now, because we have a reality TV president, he makes everyone seem so boring, you know, because... right. Like, mm-hmm. I love Mike Bloomberg, and I want him to be the president, but I heard him speaking yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, can you use a little bit of intonation or, you know, be a little right. less monotone? Because now we right. have this, like, barking idiot, which is, like, right. he can't look away. Who did it? Well, well I mean, that, I mean that, that's all. I mean, and, and, and by the way, the guy can barely read. He's He read the speech today. It was like... um hard to hard to hard to believe you know what i mean oh and davos so, yeah exactly well, so what i, I mean, know is i cut it, my hair before melania i mean melania before ivanka and her hair is longer than mine i need to figure out if she's well, taking some vitamins or something no it's not it's not it's her hair well how, how can you tell because it's just straight hair shoulder length it wasn't anything spectacular i'm just saying it's Growing at a faster speed than mine, I have to find out what she's eating. Maybe, maybe omega threes or something. Oh well, well she, she hasn't talked to me in a while. But if she, if I, if I bump into her here, I'll ask her. Okay. I'll ask her what kind of vitamin she's taking. I highly so, doubt you'll right, bump well, into her, but no, no, there's no chance I'll bump they into her. They definitely have like so, a so, restraining order on you. So what do you what do you think? You're about? ignoring me. Okay. They have a restraining order on me. No, I mean like I mean listen, I mean. He's I'm joking. You guy. are so. I mean, he, you know, sometimes you don't. Well, I was thinking about it yesterday. We were at our son's gymnastics class, whatever, and I was signing him up for this ninja American Ninja Warrior competition and all this stuff. And I needed. They only take cash, so I went 
to go find Anthony and I brought him back up to the front desk and I said, I found someone to pay my bills. And the lady laughed and you just looked at me like, I was wondering if you were mad at me for that. Well, why, why would I be mad? You didn't laugh at to, all. I was trying to make a joke. I was trying to come up with a joke. Oh, you didn't make a joke. And then the lady joke. came in and I didn't. I was locked and loaded to fire out a stupid joke. And then the lady interrupted. <laughs> and then the, the thing, I didn't have a My comedic timing was lost. Oh. That's all it was. Oh, okay. You know? I was like, oh, my uh, God. I was thinking, once you left the house last night, I was thinking maybe you were mad at me for that. So crazy. I mean, no, I was, I was literally trying to make a joke. The only thing that, you know, you're unbelievable, though, I mean... We got to go from the gymnastics uh, 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 place to the Chick-fil-A where everyone on Long Island, I mean, there's one Chick-fil-A on Long Island, so it was like 4 million people descending on the Chick-fil-A. And then we're we're racing the back roads back to the house so that I can get ready for the airport. It's like you literally play chicken with the airport uh, check-in. Every time, it's like unbelievable. Okay. And then whatever. Just so we'll pack I do for have you fans. and everything. No, I want to. No, I'm talking over you. I I know most people listen to this because of you, but I do have fans. So we missed it one night because of your doing your thing. We ended up on Air Europa, <laughs> where I think I slipped a disc on the bed. Okay, and then they lost my luggage. Okay. When we got off the plane and you were doing the Ray Charles, when your luggage came out, you were dancing like Ray Charles used to do at the piano. And I was sitting there like literally a homeless child at a bus stop watching the luggage carousel stop. And then you were trying to like fake all like, oh, oh, let me let me see if I can help you. While you were giggling and high-fiving yourself oh, that your luggage No, was I wasn't. Let me just tell my side no, of the story totally, on that. Totally no, I'm, I'm going to tell you know? my side of the story. Dragging their testicles on the floor. <laughs> Listen, first of all, that particular trip, I had went and purchased you an entire new wardrobe, bathing suits, shoes, every single thing, including a new suitcase. So I was not happy when that thing did not show up because I spent all this time to give you a nice little you know, upgrade on whatever, all of your stuff. And then it was gone. So I was not happy about that. And second of all, then I had to go do the same thing. It was like Groundhog's Day. Once we got to our destination, I had to go back to a store and buy all of that and the suitcase all over again. So do you think that was joyous for me? Because that was not a good time. So no, I don't. I wasn't laughing. And it wasn't only me that we missed the stupid flight. You had something to do with it, I'm sure. I guess you're revising history. No, so, no, of course I'm, re- I'm revising history. But then we had, just to explain this, and obviously we'll, we'll, we'll end the, the podcast, but just explain, I ordered 60 pieces of chicken, two sandwiches, and three chicken tenders, okay? And fries. And when, when James, a two-year-old, handed it back, it was like, a velociraptor <laughs> in like Jurassic Park, okay? I mean, there was just like remnants of like you know burnt, what's so sick uh, about breaded, that breadcrumbs. You know what's so what's sick that? about that? You're good. When you were gone after you left, I showered them and everything, and after that, they were like, "We're hungry." I, they both had cereal. I I never never seen people eat like that. Though. I know. I mean, it was like literally like I have myself. So, 
All right, well, I'm okay, here Okay, so are you wearing you. your Space Force you. uniform there or no? No underwear, no thong. <laughs> for, for, uh, with, the, with the camouflage? Yeah. The yes, space so, I mean, force. that's another racket, right? Yeah, we have a camel. And, are, there's camel no trees space in space. It, they should have on like a black no, suit with I mean, like stars. It, but that's but that's how it that's how it works. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. But um, yeah. okay, so there was nothing, I guess, that you wanted to say anything more about the Iowa caucus, right? <sighs> um, no, other than that, they all the candidates are lackluster. Um. Um, okay, no. do you have chronic well, fatigue? No, I, no I'm, to- I'm totally fine. You were switching oh. back and forth in the Space Force. So, see that? I mean, this is what happened to me at the at the desk when you were making the joke. Okay, go ahead. What do you want to say? So, I think no, I have chronic I, I fatigue. Think I, do you? I, I think the Iowa people <laughs> are exhausted, and I think there's going to be a very low they turnout of voters. I think it's a very low turnout for the, de- the the Democratic caucus there, and I think that people are in general unenthusiastic about these candidates, and mm-hmm. so, you know, it doesn't bode well. You yeah. know, hopefully Mike Bloomberg could pull it off or somebody like that. You know, I mean, listen, I mean Joe Biden. You and I met him here in Davos a few years ago. I like Vice President Biden, but I got to tell you, does anybody have like super enthusiasm for him? No. Like they're like, okay, you know, I'm going to get on a line and wait, right? I don't, no. I don't think so. No, you know what I mean? No. So, no. Um, yeah, I have chronic fatigue syndrome for these candidates. Right. Don't you? No. no, no, totally. So, all right. Well, I miss you, babe, and I'm, I'm here getting ready for the wine party without you. So I will Facetime you from this. Oh, thing. to pick out your clothes? Okay. Facetime yep. me. Uh-huh. I'll pick out your all outfit. Right. Okay, love you, babe. All right, love you. See ya. Don't drink too much. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.